0: This is Katie from TouchPlan. I'm here today with George Hunt, the scheduling and lean construction manager at Bond here in Medford, Massachusetts. Hey, George. How's it going? Good. Happy to have you here.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Um, so I wanted to learn more about how you got started with lean construction. What led to that?
1: Sure. Um, so, you know, I think I'd heard about it off and on, you know, for a while, even after I got to college and when I first started in the industry, and then I don't think I really got into of practicing you know Last Planner and starting to really look into it until you know I joined Bond Brothers which is six years or so ago now um, and so when I got to Bond Brothers is you know I got put onto a project where we were already using Last Planner system and so I kind of indoctrinated by fire so to speak and, and got right into <laughs> it swim. yeah pretty much um, and so you know learned right on the spot and kind of from there just kind of kept rolling with it so yeah.
0: And what um You know, when even back when you were studying, what sort of sparked your interest
1: in it? I think just, you know, hearing things and and hearing about the opportunity to, you know, get more efficient and and better the way that you do processes and, and, you know, kind of how it takes a look at everything you do and how we kind of, you know, view everything as a process, you know, in the whole um, grand scheme of things. And I think that's kind of how, you know, I tend to think of things anyway. So I think it kind of fit right in with how. I generally started to think of everything anyways, mm-hmm. so.
0: And so um, then when you went and joined Bond, were, were they already using Lean?
1: So they were. Um, they had done, I think, a few projects where they had, um, you know, dabbled a little bit with Last Planner system. Um, you know, honestly, internally, I'm not sure if anything other than Last Planner system was being used, but I know um, it had at least been talked about and started to use on smaller projects here and there. And then I think the project that um, I was assigned to when I joined is, that was kind of the biggest one at the time that we just decided we're gonna go full last planner system and use it the whole way through. Um, that led to another large project that we used it on and I think it just started to steamroll a little bit from there and started to implement it more and more throughout the company, so.
0: And on those projects, were you doing it, um, you know, stickies on the wall? The-
1: yep, yeah, we were. So that was right around the time too, Is at the time I was uh, the assistant project manager, so You know, I was kind of tasked with, hey, the stickies are on the wall, now go put it in something that we can send out, And so that's part of where it came in for me is, you know, just the manual transfer back and forth off the wall, but we did use the stickies on the wall, but that was around the same time as well where I started to look into, you know, there's got to be a better way to do this Mm -hmm. kind of thing, so. Yeah, I
0: mean, it must take a while to do all that transfer.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, between that and then you have to remember what the people wrote because not everyone's handwriting is the best, and so, you know, and then it, it, you know is anyone who's been in those sessions before sometimes is you know you're trying to go as a group and go through things but sometimes people have a side session and they've they're talking between a couple of the trays and they'll move the sticky notes and if you weren't right there when they moved those sticky notes and talking about it the conversation was great but you didn't exactly see what they did so you don't remember yeah. the sequence yeah. or you know exactly timing for it so it gets a little confusing in that manner um but yeah it, it's a lot of work that you have to end up doing
0: i can imagine So, um, fast-forwarding a little bit, what's the status of Lean at Bond now? Do you use it on all your projects?
1: So, I don't know if I'd say we use it on every project in terms of Last Planner. So, what we're doing now at Bond is we're trying to, you know, see beyond just Last Planner system, and so we're trying to make it more of, you know, our overall culture. So, trying to see Lean as, you know, the big-picture idea that really it is, that is beyond just the Last Planner system, and so, working it into the way that we do everything in-house with our office Mm -hmm. you know processes that way the way that we run meetings the way that you know any of our processes within the office kind of work as well so not necessarily just doing last planner system on the job sites but also trying to work it into our everyday um you know kind of routine if you will um and the way that we we try and do things so you know right now we've Started to implement this summer and going to continue in the fall with in-house lean training, where we're trying to get folks from all departments and all parts of the company. Uh, so not just you know field staff and PM staff, but also folks from accounting, from estimating, from you know accounts payable, things like that. Because I think is we're trying to get everyone to see that it's not just a tool for the field. Yeah. You know, as we can, if you look at it from a higher level, it, it there's a lot of things that we can do to help improve. The way that we do everything across the board as opposed to just on projects so
0: yeah that's really cool i've heard of some companies you know using it in their manufacturing wings if they you know if they um, make some of their own parts and stuff but this is the first time i've heard of someone trying to really spread it through all the departments that's that's very ambitious
1: yeah it is <laughs> it definitely is um and it's definitely a challenge and i think you know i i think it's just it's one of those things where you know i think leadership at bond is you know, we, the past five years or so, we've gone through a big growth, you know, if you were to look at the company. And I think part of that is looking at how we do everything and, you know, our standards and processes and and stuff. And so I think it was identified that, you know, lean was one of the ways that we could kind of, um, you know, streamline things a little bit better. And I think the, you know, the concepts and ideas and principles within it are, you know, fit within, you know, Bond's core vision and the way that we do things as well. So, um, of what I'm I'm trying to do is help you know folks understand it and learn a little bit more about it so.
0: And so over those five years have you have you seen that change you know impacting the projects or, or the culture of the company I guess I should say?
1: Yeah I think so I think it's you know obviously is with growth and folks anyways is you have new people come on you have folks who've been here for a while too and it definitely has I think it's you know directly on the projects that are trying to use less planner system and things is you know we've seen benefits there you know with efficiencies and how they run their meetings and how they plan things and uh, work with the trades Uh, but i think internally as well i think it's it's starting to pop into people's heads and their vocabulary a little bit um i know we somewhat recently put up you know one of the bulletin board spaces in the office there's you know a board with kind of your basic lean lingo if you will Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so um, just because it, again, it is unless you're on a field team for the most part, um, you didn't really get exposed to a lot of the stuff. So you might hear, oh, you know, lean and laugh planner and pole planning and things like that. But you never really knew what a lot of the terms are and didn't get to know a lot about it. So we're trying to, you know, spread out the knowledge a little bit between the companies, whether they're coming into the training or whether they're just kind of walking down the hall and can see a bulletin board and stop and read a couple of things. Um, it's really at this point, just trying to get the ideas out there and have people who are interested you know grab on and ask some more questions, yeah. kind of thing and so I'd say at that point of it the big culture piece of it is we're probably at the infancy stage of it, but yeah we're we're, we're just trying to get it out as much as we can at this point,
0: yeah, that's great so um you, you talked a little bit about when you started to look into digital um, forms of the last planner. Um, when you started investigating that, what did you find?
1: So we found that I mean there was you know a, a bunch of different ways you could do it is whether there were softwares that you know literally scanned the sticky note and just kind of put it onto an Excel sheet of some sort, which just kind of literally digitized the sticky note um, that you've already written on and then there was you know, software's like Touch Planet and that where you move the whole process into the digital realm. And I think looking at all of the, you know, the options and kind of testing and playing around with it is, you know, we did some background kind of playing around with, well, you know, how would this look if we did it completely digital or how would it look if we still did it on the wall and this and that. And I think the biggest thing for us was looking at it and saying, you know, we still want to hold on to, you know, the core, Values in the core process that we want to do in the pole plants with the sticky notes on the wall
0: mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: just make sure that when we go digital we don't lose that piece of it. So
0: And how's your experience been in terms of using touch plan?
1: It's been great I think the teams that have been using it are really receptive to it and open um, We have a few teams now who have used it two or three projects and they're rolling with it um, You know some of our more experienced teams with it. I think I Very rarely actually have to go out and help them. They they're up and running which is hope is that they they get up and running and don't need (laughs) need me to come out and kind of, you know, coach them along. But, you know, and I think the more that, you know, the trades work with those teams is they're on board as well. And so they they start to learn the process and it works really, really well and efficiently. I mean, we're finishing up a project now that, you know, we're using and it's their second project that they're using it with. Um, But they tried to kick it up a notch on this one and say, okay, we're going to do it better than we did last time. And, you know, they've seen it by, you know, I don't know percentage-wise, but, you know, they've, they've been able to save time on the schedule as well as absorb some of the impacts that they've had. Uh, so, you know, we've had good reception to it. There's, you know, it's a little bit, um, you know, easier to have folks adopt it too because it's, you know, less space. You can do it online, you know what I mean? So it, it's, right. yeah. depending on the, per- the people, it, it's... Re- little bit more receptive versus less um, but in general I'd say yeah it's been it's been a pretty receptive crowd and, and you know people are trying to use it to the best of their abilities and, and use it to you know, benefit them. So
0: That's great. Um, do you ever run into situations where you have people who are a little reluctant to start using it?
1: Oh yeah definitely and I think it's just like any sort of process or software as if it's new you know people tend to shy away yeah. you know, there's not there's not usually a lot of people who greet change with open arms and just say, oh, perfect, yeah, let's change everything that I'm doing. Um, and I think that's that's part of the thing that we're going through now is that we're trying to look at how we've implemented it and implemented it you know, well and how it's working and talking to those teams and saying, okay, what did we do that worked so that the next team that we have to bring on who hasn't used it before, we can be as less disruptive as possible right. with their process yeah. already. And I think that's kind of where we're coming from is that We want to be using, you know, TouchPlan as a tool um, that's helping the team and not something that we're going to strip away everything that you're already doing and completely insert this new thing that you're going to have to learn, Um, but more or less, let's weave it into how you're already doing your things, you know, change up some of the behaviors depending on how the, you know, the the team's running their meetings and things anyways, but here's a tool that's going to help you a little bit better in these meetings and with the planning. So, um, it's a little bit, not really a one size fits all. So as we're just trying to figure out what's going well, what's not going well when we're implementing it and trying to, you know, use that moving forward for every team that we're getting up and running with it.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Are, have you noticed any consistent things that you do when you're onboarding teams that make it easier for them?
1: Yeah, so I think, I mean, I think for us is, although it, it's obviously a whole team effort on it, is really getting the field staff, you know, primarily the superintendent, Um, comfortable with the tool and comfortable with you know talking and running meetings and such with the tool Um, because ultimately right is they're the ones in the field and they're the ones who are speaking with the foreman on a regular basis and so it's the tool that you know they're gonna be using regularly so it's don't need to say that we only focus on the superintendent because we don't but it's making sure that the superintendent is a-okay like you're comfortable with it. You can use it. How do we want to weave it in there? And so I think consistently we're trying to do that. I think the projects where we've been able to do it successfully are the ones that the superintendent, you know, is the most comfortable with it um, and is least resistant. Because there's also, you know, projects I'm sure with everything is, you know, the ones who just kind of go along and use it, right? And they don't really work it in. But the ones that we found it successful are. The ones who actually integrate it with their own process and use it as a tool, as opposed to something they're just using. Yeah. Um, and I think those are the ones that have become really successful. So,
0: have you seen anyone using it in a way that you didn't expect or that was surprising?
1: Yeah. So I think we've had teams. So some of our, you know, smaller projects is, you know, one of our teams that um, was our first to kind of pilot it is, you know, they were really good with it. Did full poll planning, weekly work plans. You know um and the whole last planner system is that team has now split up into different pieces but what they're doing is they're using it for smaller projects but not just not necessarily formally using the whole last planner system so they're using it as their planning tool that they can collaboratively plan with so they'll open it up in a meeting and talk with the trades and you know we don't necessarily have the trades moving all of their tickets like you would ideally have yeah but they're still having the conversation and they're still having the collaborative planning effort and they just use that as their tool to plan out their you know detailed plans for week to week and their look aheads with the trades as opposed to you know the more traditional way where you know superintendent will go and make an excel sheet or something like that right. with the xs and then yeah. they'll hand it out and it's much more of a static thing where this allows them to be much more fluid change things around as trades talk about it and it's up on the screen, they can see it, you can move it around in, in, in real time and then it's, you know, it's a real time update, you can then give to the owner and everyone else, so um, it's great to see it and I think that a little bit of the surprising piece is that people are using it even when we're not trying to implement the full last planner on, this, on the project.
0: That's great. Yeah. So that's sort of the ideal. What's something, I always like to hear the horror stories, what's something that's, you know, maybe a project that was really challenging at the outset that you've had to make up time on or deal Mm. with something else unexpected? Do you have stories like that?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely we have stories like that. I think, you know, if we try and pick one that, you know, we try to use in Last Planner on, I mean, we've had projects where you know, the project was going okay, they ran into some roadblocks, we hit a big delay, and then we've tried to kind of insert Last Planner system as, you know, a remedy to that delay, yeah. so to speak, um, which isn't necessarily always the right approach to it, it is, you know, it, you know the way that we're trying to approach it now is use it from the outset as part of the whole process in general, as opposed to, here's a fix, go yeah, so throw it at the band-aid. problem and it's gonna <laughs> fix everything right. Um, Because we found that even though, you know, in the planning sessions, maybe you're able to pull it back and, you know, people move the things around, but the problem still exists. There's still all the stuff there. Whereas if we're using it from the outset, you're able to hopefully foresee the problem a little bit better and you're already in the groove of trying to, you know, rearrange things and solve the problems as a team. But, you know, we've had a few projects where we've tried to have, you know, a planning session and just the team had been so contentious as it was just based on the... Where the project was going where you have screaming matches at the table <laughs> and you know things of that nature and it's just yeah. it gets it gets a little heated you know at I mean as construction sites get sometimes, but like I said as it was you know the situations where we've tried to insert it as a hey this is going to fix it it hasn't always ended very well yeah
0: so. yeah I can imagine I was really impressed um learning about the results of one of your projects at Leahy mm-hmm. you know that um, in spite of you know delays design changes ended up finishing ahead of time. So it's been really interesting to see results like that. Yeah, no,
1: and so that's actually part of that team is the ones who are using it now as a regular planning tool. Um, And so that project was one where we decided from day one, we're doing this. We had a full, we actually had a full day, you know, training session um, with the trades, with the owner, with the architect, with all of us, basically the entire team, there's kind of a kickoff with, you know, the first half of the day talking a little bit about lean and what the overall process we were trying to do. And then we had the first poll plan and we got them into touch plan and, and kind of started them off. So, you know, we really invested in making sure that, you know, this is going to be kind of a benchmark as to if we put in the time up front and really dive in and say, okay, this is, we're giving everyone all the tools and all the information that we need, how good could we get it? And that is a perfect scenario where, it all went really well. The trades all started to use it. You know, the field staff and the PM staff and everyone just started to use it and use it as a tool to communicate and, and ended up going really well. Like you said, there was a few uh, bumps in the road with design changes and things of that nature. You know, hidden conditions that we didn't know. We were able to absorb those and then also add scope on top of it because of some of the time and um, you know money we were able to save. Is the owner was then able to reinvest that into the project. Um, and ultimately, we still finished it early as well. So. Yeah, that's
0: that's great. So, if you if you were to look back over you know your journey with Lean and seeing it unfold at Bonds, what tips would you have for other companies or other people who are trying to begin that kind of change?
1: Yeah. So, I think the biggest thing that I've kind of not that I didn't know to begin with, but I think it's reinforced for me is that whether it's lean and you're trying to do last planner or you're trying to bring in a software like touch whatever it is, is as much as you want to get something in place and say this is what we're doing and have it perfect is that it's not going to be perfect. But also from a standpoint that there's still people that you have to rely on to implement it. Mm -hmm. So whether it's one person or a couple people who are saying, hey, this is what we're doing the project teams and the people using the process and the software are still the ones using it and they're still people who are going to have their own opinions and going to they're gonna have their own ways of doing things. So I think that piece of it has just come a little bit more to the front, you know, as of recently, the more that we do this stuff is that everyone has a little bit of a different style. And so kind of taking a one size fits all approach and saying, this is the process, we're using it, you need to do it this way, isn't necessarily the right approach to it. It's having some structure to it, but also getting feedback from the people who are trying to use it, saying like, okay, this is what we want you to do. How do we want to kind of do this? You know what I mean? And so how to fit it into it. And as I was saying before, is how, you know, we can kind of get, um, you know, the superintendents and the the teams to kind of work it and integrate it into their daily processes that they're already doing, as opposed to saying, here's an additional thing you have to do. Um, And so I think that's the part of it is just the people aspect of it is that the people are still the ones who need to use it and so being flexible enough with it so that if you get feedback saying hey this doesn't work on this particular project or this doesn't really work for what we're doing is being flexible enough to say okay well can we modify it a little bit for this project and how you're doing it but we're still getting the same point across and we're still using it for the same purposes and still getting the same result Um, we're just doing it a different way and so because I think is oftentimes people will take things and kind of come down with the iron fist so to speak and say this is yeah. the way we're doing it and here you go um which is an approach to take and it, it can work it's just i think you know the way that we've kind of approached it and, and tr- are trying to now is that it's less of a hey you have to do this and it's more of a hey guys this is going to help us out this is going to help the whole team the project and everything how can we do this you know to help the team out and how can we integrate it into what we're already doing um and then getting feedback from them. So, you know, whether it's a formal plus delta or whatever it is we're doing, right. at least sitting down and saying, what, what's going on here? Like, are we not doing it? Like, does it not work completely? Is it working in some parts? So can yeah. we can tweak things? And just get getting the human element into it and, and you know, hearing their concerns and what they're feeling with it. Because again, the point you get pushback is when you push something that's new on somebody and say, you have to do it this and you have to do it right. this way. Yeah and not get any feedback from them, I think that's where you start to get that big resistance and it gets that much harder to try and get new things going is when you don't get as much buy-in and, you know, feedback from the people who are actually doing it.
0: Yeah, and so once you get that buy-in, do you find that you see users bringing other users on board in terms of, you know, helping them get up and running or showing them how to use it, encouraging them, that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I think is, you know, internally, we've kind of started to pull some of, you know, whatever you want to call them, super users or things like that who, you know, they've kind of naturally latched on to, you know, being able to implement it and do well. And so we're kind of asking them to say, Hey, we have a new team over there. Do you want to give them a little help with it? Um, it's also nice to have a different voice kind of showing people how it works and how it can help them, you know, aside from myself, you know, so, Hey, another superintendent or another project manager, whoever has used it in the past and it works really well for them. Um, is able to go over and show them and say, hey, no, this really helped us like this, we used it this way, you know, it, it, it can help you. And so we, we find that we're starting to gain more traction and gain more of those people within the office who are able to do that. Um, it's definitely helpful, you know, it's definitely helpful to have people who are, you know, again, aside from myself, who can start to s- spread the knowledge and, and help other teams out. And I think it's just, in general, the culture that we're, you know, we have and then we're trying to build and spread even more is the you know the collaborative effort and the collaborative you know workspace that we're, we're trying to build so
0: yeah and i've also heard um i think Hal how said this that there's a really healthy spirit of competition within bond in terms of you know seeing the results on one thing and not being complacent with it wanting mm-hmm. to do even better maybe another team on the next project you know seeing what the first team did and said oh we can do it faster you know, mm-hmm. do you find that to be true
1: yeah, definitely, and I think it's you know whether it's project to project or whether it's um, you know market sector to market sector, you know we span across a, you know a, several different market sectors. So whether it's you know healthcare looking at the academic side or academic looking at the healthcare side and seeing things go back and forth is you know I think by nature everyone's a little bit competitive yeah. and has a little <laughs> bit of competition in them. So it's it's nice that we can be competitive about something that's actually going we'll to help. you. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it, it it's nice from that respect is that you know we are trying to take things now as well and you know make sure that results from projects whether they're good or bad are shared throughout the company so that you're able to see what the other team has done because I think in the past too is it hasn't always been the best um, you know methods of disseminating information of hey this project did well here this project did well here so to speak um, other than when you know you might have a uh, full out meeting or division meeting where everyone kind of talks about projects and things but you know having somewhere where you can go to and say oh this project kind of similar project this is what went really well for them this didn't go well for them so i'm going to remember that or you know have a point of to bring up with a design team to say hey they ran into this on another project um, you know whether it's little things or big things and i think that's kind of where we're at now is we're trying to we're really trying to make it a full overarching thing within the company is that you know, we're looking at Lean is not just, like I said, the last planner, but everyone's kind of looking at it as a continuous improvement thing, you know, collaborative. Everyone's kind of respecting that each other has opinions and has the way of doing things and that, you know, just kind of listening a little bit more. So,
0: Yeah. Well, that's really exciting. I wish you guys the best of luck with it. No, thank you very much. And thanks for coming in today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.